Uh, welcome to a very special episode of All Talk FC. The Premier League is back. We talk about England's World Cup qualifying escapades. Champions League draft is back. That means points, points, points. We've got the results league and all of our regular fun. Let's go. So, uh, Mark is—he's um, been expressing his white privilege because he was in a box yesterday at Chelsea. How was that? Yeah. So, to my surprise, it wasn't a box. It was actually hospitality. So oh, there were, yeah. there were we gone. were we were amongst others. Can you believe it? Oh, yeah. Horrible. Um, I, say, I feel left out without a background, but my background still being. That's still right. You're, you're you're just showing right. your lovely new house. Yeah, just showing off. We have to have a background because people are walking by behind us. This <laughs> <laughs> is just for privacy. It's a, sorry, I'll keep it down. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was all right. Um, so I was a bit late because I've totally forgot what it's like around here when Arsenal's at home. So it took me a lot, long, lot longer to get home from golf. Uh, ended up being late. So I missed the starter. It was meant to be a three-course meal before the game. So I got there. I was like, oh, I'll have the, the veg crumble. Honestly, do you know those, uh, those cups? veg crumble? That's uh, what I, that's I, yeah, I was like, I'll try it. I've never heard of it. So what it turns <laughs> out to be is one carrot covered in some cheese sauce with uh, salted uh, cashew nuts on the side of the plate. Um, so God knows what that was. But what it, Horse food. It came out in, um, do you know the, the cup, measuring cups that you get? And you can get like a one cup, three quarter cup, half cup. Yeah, for like cakes things. and stuff. It was like, yeah, it was like a three quarter cup just with one little carrot in it. And I was like, I've not eaten all day. I've been at golf. Um, I've, I was probably on my like fifth beer. And I was like, is this all I'm getting? They're like, don't worry. You get a pie at half time. I was like, okay, I'll survive till half time. This pie, I've, I've had bigger pork pies than I've had this pie. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get sick. So, uh, yeah, carried on uh, milking the, the the free drinks. Uh, the game itself was all right. Uh, I guess we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, so I, I, I must admit, I didn't leave Stamford Bridge feeling feeling too well. Um, <laughs> it was. A, Sounds like a, a good experience, good. though. I mean, I, I, I don't know about a, um, I like crumbles, but a veg crumble, I don't know. That sounds a bit. Yeah, crumble. it was. That just it, sounds like a carrot cauliflower cheese. Yeah, because the other option was lamb, which you'd think, oh, I'd go for that. But I saw someone else's, and it looked like pate, like it looked like a little. And I was like, oh, that's not. I love pate. Yeah. I've had two really good hospitality experiences. One was at Twickenham. It was England Scotland game and it was the, the hospitality there is just awesome because the food like it's just um, um, it's so much food it's crazy and then yeah. at half time you don't even want to get no one wants to go out because there's so much cheese and like every, everything is amazing so that was really good and the other hospitality I had once many years ago was at Old Trafford and uh, that is good like the, the venue's nice and like everything but again yeah you had really small portions and really like yeah I don't know. I think maybe that's just a football thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. I think they're like small and, and a lot because at the end of the game, there was like cheese and grapes and stuff. And I was like, I just wish I had had a, like a, a bacon roll or something before I went because, yeah, I, me and Chris had sort of provisionally said maybe meeting afterwards. But I, when I was getting the train back, I just sort of came up in a cold sweat and I was like, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I was like, I just need to get home. I was like, uh, and you left me now, like, you left me. We're doing this on a Sunday morning again, which is nice. But I'm look at me, I'm fucking hammered still. Yeah, I was, never mind. Well, yeah. you know what then? Right. So you went to that Chelsea game. Does it does it leave you thinking that Chelsea are probably the team to beat in the league? Um, yes, but not because of like they're scarily good. But because they're happy to play, like and not anti football. I think that's a bit, bit too harsh. But Aston Villa dominated the ball, and Chelsea would just pick them off every now and then. And you're like, you look at that team, and you you see, you look at like their most creative player on the day was Kovac, Kovacic or whatever. Kovacic. Um, Lukaku's happy to play that role of just basically him and Mings fight it out. Um, Mings is a bad centre-back. Uh, do you know, it's so annoying. Ollie Watkins had a couple of good chances early. 
and Mings was terrible. And I was like, these they're the two England internationals, Villarev. And you're like, God, they shouldn't be near the England squad if they play like that much more. Um, but yeah, I think Chelsea are dangerous because they, they all seem happy to play that style. Like, obviously, when you look back at Lukaku at Man United and like Mourinho's style and you could tell half the team wasn't willing to accept that style. So you end up with this broken, we're going to play a certain way, but not half the, all the players accept it. Everyone at Chelsea looks like they're happy to play their role. So, yeah, Thiago Silva's just brilliant. Like, you see him, he's like, nothing will get by him. So, yeah, I do think Chelsea are, are, are strong, but not because I think they'll blow teams away. Like, just because I think they're like a jigsaw puzzle that fits well. I think they got bad... A lot of game yesterday, they won 3-0. That tells you everything yeah. you know about Chelsea this year. They're going to be very difficult to stop. Yeah, I, I was caught between Lukaku and Ronaldo in my fantasy team. And having seen Ronaldo score two, I was the only thing I, sort of, I was pleased about with the game was I was like, at least Lukaku got two because it was a choice between him or Ronaldo. So uh, I think at the moment, no one, neither choice was the winner. But um I must admit, I was I was actually impressed when Leon Bailey came on. I thought he looked good. Um, me and Chris saw him in in Germany, and he and he didn't blow us away, really, did he? So, he went um, the best. Yeah, like we like to judge players on one performance, and and yeah, he didn't he didn't <laughs> like blow us away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, even a few a few twenty minutes, right? I didn't. Well, I didn't see. Well, I didn't see Arsenal's right back before we'd even signed him. And I thought he was terrible still. Yeah, you watched him yesterday, right? I did. I, I was watching. Um, I was watching. Well, I had I had Man United on the um, on the main TV, and then um, Arsenal on the little TV. And um, well, this is this right. even as an Arsenal fan. Yeah, like, yeah like, right, mate. Well, I was. I just it was a big six I, pointer yesterday. Well, I wanted to see um, Ronaldo's return, but like for Arsenal, at least. Anything's going to be an upgrade against Bellerin. I mean, Bellerin really wasn't offering much of anything sort of the last few years. He looks good where he's more, I described it as he's more like uh, an Alonso rather than um, any other right back that crosses the ball. I can't think of anything right now. Name one. Uh, what, a right back? Yeah, that crosses the ball. Trent. Uh, Trent. <laughs> Alexander Arnold. Yeah, Trent. Carl Walker, yeah. yeah. He, he's more of an Alonso type where he seemed to, and I'm, I'm judging him just based on the one game that I saw him, he seemed like a right-back that wants to get in the box and support there and, and probably take his chances. So you probably get him scoring more goals than assisting more goals this season. But, I mean, Norwich Norwich are probably going to go down. They're a bad team. They're just yeah. a bad team. They're just terrible. Did Arsenal look good? Because we spoke pre before the international break saying a scrappy win still wouldn't be good enough like for, for Arsenal now they they need to to start they can't just scrape one nils and expect to to turn the tide um I well, didn't watch I, the I, game but I just see one nil so yeah I, I don't think was... I don't think they were they were particularly impressive like they they battered Norwich they got this they took they had more shots and more chances in the game yesterday than they've had in like three and a half years in a game yeah. like they I think it was like 30 something shots on goal like it was nuts yeah, but if you don't have that ability to finish, you just talked about Chelsea kind of getting thumped by Villa, but still won 3-0. If we are getting chances and chances and chances and we're not able to score, then that's not that's yeah. not a good thing. And well, the thing is, look... Like, Tim Krul did really well on another day. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm not... Scored, do you know what? Post, like on another day. Yeah, but Pepe was our best player. And I think I might be out on Pepe being a good player. If he's your best player on the day, I think you've had a bad game because he he's the type of player that's going to skin most bottom of the half team uh, right backs and defenders because he's just talented. But is he going to do it against the big teams? No. And if he's your best player on the day, that's just because it's his type of day where you're not doing much and he's just having fun with the right back. So he's like Balassi. Huh? He's like Balassi. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great comparison. I mean, you know, they both look like Crystal Palace players, but that's one thing. Um, but yeah, he he just lots of step overs, just try and cut in, try and shoot. He's not that good, but yeah, Arsenal won, um, which is I guess is a good thing. I don't seeing them against Norwich doesn't make me think. I genuinely might think we get we could get relegated. I don't know if it's 
if if anyone's really speaking about that, genuinely, I'm I'm nervous that I think we could get relegated. I want to see that back five play against a better team than Norwich because oh. that, like that is your back five. I mean, if you if you've got Tierney and Tomiassi in the wing backs, so you've got White and Gabriel in the middle, and probably Ramsdale in goal. That you've never played that five before. You played them yesterday, kept a clean sheet. I mean, Norwich didn't offer much. I'd be interested to watch that that back five play against a couple of half decent teams, even like a mid tier, you know, like a Villa or an Everton or something. And if they can hold their own against them, then you stand a chance. If not, you're in trouble. Uh, I definitely don't want to see them against a better team. I mean, the best team we could probably beat is like a West Ham or Palace. But... West Ham? West Ham could have gone top of the table yesterday. <laughs> you don't beat yeah. yourselves in that league. They're, they're, they're going to start dropping now. I think I think well, the first few games they got lucky. They're, they're going to start dropping. They'll struggle now because Antonio is suspended, isn't he? Yeah, but also, well, one game, but also their, their biggest problem is Europe. They haven't got a big enough squad, really, yeah. to cope with Europe, and Europe starts next week for them. So that will be the challenge. Well, if you, I, I would imagine their XG is like super high at the moment. You love stats. I bet you they're some kind of expected win ratio. They're like playing so above board. Because I like, I like West Ham and I like Moyes, but they're not as good as they've been shown. They shouldn't be at the I don't know. Last year, they, they got Europe. They, they were, remember, three games to go, they were fighting for Champions League. Like, they were right there. Two yeah, they're good. And they had an amazing season. And that wasn't fluke. Like they weren't fluking it. If you look at the stats, they were beating teams and they were beating teams 3 4 nil. They weren't just messing around. Mm-hmm. So they've got some really good players. But yeah, I mean, once you pull out Antonio out of that team, who, who have they got? You know, you worry about their second 11 if they well, lose. He's a, he, he's a right back. So if he's a right back playing forward, then. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's their top goal scorer ever. He just overtook, I can't remember who. In the Premier League, he's That's dead so crazy. That's so weird. Yeah. Did you watch? Um. Did you watch? Uh. Ronaldo's return. Yes, I did. I actually found it a little bit more. Uh, I don't. I don't think emotional is the right word, but like it, it was, was definitely hair raising. Yeah. It was I, I, emotional, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. It was quite. I, I was surprised with how how I only watched on match of the day as well. So um. Oh wow. And even through that, I still felt it. I was like, oh, wow. Seeing our team as well, seeing just Greenwood, Pogba, Bruno, Ronaldo, I was like, this is the first time I, for like eight to it's ten years that I've been like excited about our team. Like, you got, uh, you might have the best starting 11 in the Premier League, right? Oh, it's easily. It's a scary, yeah. scary 11. It's ridiculous how really? good it is. And it's weird because did, did, did you think about that? Three week, uh, two weeks ago, without Ronaldo, did you think well, I, we've got I, the best? I picked Man United to win the league. That's why, because I think they've got the best starting eleven. It, it it also sounds strange how my, how many people were sleeping on Ronaldo. Just like when when Lukaku came into Chelsea, it was like Chelsea are going to win the league. Was was one of the main things that came out of that, and he fits and he's a goal scorer, and they need a goal scorer. And then we got Ronaldo and there's Paul Merson on Sky Sports saying, don't expect the Ronaldo of old. Don't expect to step over. You're just getting basically a tap-in merchant. And you're like, there was like, obviously Man United and the marketing team and, and all that hype was there. But from the, the sort of pundits and experts, that it wasn't really seen as like as big as maybe I thought it should have been. And and. Within ten minutes, obviously, I know he scored, which which helps in the first half. But you're like, wow, we've got Ronaldo back, <laughs> and actually, he had a he scored more goals than Lukaku last season in in the same league. So you're like, it was surprising how many of the experts just, yeah, didn't quite. Because I think like, they, I think because like the Ronaldo that we were left with was the 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 speed merchant on the wing, just stepping over, beating people, cutting in, bang, hammering, and because. We don't rate other leagues, you know. They're all they're all farmers, and he's in he's in Spain, and he's just tapping in, getting goal, 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 goal. Saying he's just a tapping merchant, fair enough. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not doing it. But the way that Man United was playing, he was. You talk about a focal point. Everyone was looking for him, whether it was through the middle or out wide, just looking for him. And he's got the ability where his goal against Shaw, that touch is is probably going to be so underrated in the yeah. way he took that in stride, in the exact position he needed for his off foot. It was it was such a stupid touch because it was did like either of you right behind him. Match of the day because yeah. they they did that touch and then they had a, a little speed uh, speedometer above his head and he went up to twenty one miles an hour in that little run and you're like, yeah. no, he, he's um, he looks very good. Obviously, the the player that I'm most impressed with and 
obviously he's a good player, but Pogba is playing out of his absolute mind. It's almost uh, like he needs a new contract. There's yeah. there's there's times when in the uh, last season or the season before that, for me, De Bruyne was the best player in the league, and he just made it look simple. Just as soon as he receives the ball, turns, maybe beats a player, and just just puts a pinpoint pass. Oh, he's playing. Yeah. He's playing as good as any player that's played in the league for a long time in these three yeah. games before. Basically, he started walking Alexandra Palace, and he said he was no good. Yeah. He has just played well every week <laughs> since then. That was about two years ago as well, yeah. Was <laughs> I saying that? I can't remember what I was yeah. saying. He's rubbish. Yeah, uh, no, well, rubbish is a bit extreme, but yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> no, the conversation was, if Bruno gets injured, United were screwed. At that time, it was like, Bruno had just come. It was like, if he gets injured... You agreed with me, Danny. I remember what because Marvin was saying we got Pogba. What we were saying is Pogba can fill in, but yeah. he wasn't consistent enough. He never did it regularly enough to say that you, he'd definitely cover. But now he's just, he's out of this world. Like, ridiculous. I, and I think one of the big talking points yesterday, I know Pogba played well. For, for a lot of us United fans, it was so good to see Bruno play well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, like, I know Danny keeps joking, Bruno's done and whatnot. Because, and for Portugal, he doesn't, him and Ronaldo don't seem to play too well together. And it's like, just to see him play, see him score a goal. Although the celebration was a bit weird because he seemed to spend the first 10 seconds of it celebrating by himself. But it was... Uh, you're just pleased. You're like, ah, oh, actually, maybe Fernandez Ronaldo could have a, a connection because we want Ronaldo, but we don't want to lose Bruno. So, you know, it was funny yesterday watching match of the day. The amount of Portuguese players and scorers in this li- in the league at the moment, it's just great. Like every one of that Portugal team, it's like, oh, Man City's best player Bernardo Silva. Oh, he's Portuguese. Like Man United, oh, yeah. he's Portuguese. And like the the Wolves game, like, oh, they're all Portuguese. Everyone's Portuguese. Everyone in the yeah. whole league. It's and that's why the the Portuguese leagues now coming up. Because if they're, they're like, oh, they, there's a genuine chance that they're, they're going to move on to to bigger things. So, did you watch uh, much of England the last two weeks? I watched the third game. I didn't watch the. I watched the Poland game. The other two I missed. I watched the other two and missed the Poland game. Oh, for me, for me, <laughs> yeah. I, I am. It, I was really nervous about England after the World Cup because you don't know what something like that would do to a team. I like. The thing for me, you can agree or disagree. You probably disagree, Dan. Um, I think that they actually look really good in beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. Because, you know, we've been watching England for years and there was a point where we were going to games quite regularly. And England would beat the teams they were supposed to, but it would just look horrible. You know, it would look mm-hmm. boring. Yeah, 1-0 against someone crap. Yeah, and you're like, why are you beating Egypt uh, 1-0? Why are you losing like, or beating uh, San Marino just 2-0, 3-0, or just, you know, not looking that good? They look good. They look like they know what they're doing. They look like they have a purpose. They look like one of the better teams in the world. Against bad teams, yes, but I actually quite enjoyed watching them play. The biggest takeaway I got after that as well is that I don't think Patrick Bamford is going to is doing no, himself any favours, is he? No, he looks terrible. He, he, he looks a bit lost out there, unfortunately. Like They were talking about him being a, an, a, like a player who plays on the edge, who makes the runs and and to be honest, he he didn't. He he had two sort of uh, better than half chances, but he had sort of two half chances, and he he like skied them. And you were like, yeah, I don't I don't think we we desperately need some some backup to Kane because we saw like Kane he missed what three real big yeah. chances yeah. in the in the Andorra game, and um, I would I must admit out of all of it, I would, like not watching the Poland game, it's Jesse Lingard. I thought he was unreal for England. I was like, he yeah, just, he, that him and, yeah. I, honestly, he's. I, I was for me. I, I can't remember what it was. The game that you text Chris saying Bellingham looked good, and I was just like, yeah, for me, Lingard is just like he's the creativity in the team. But he looked great when he came on for ten minutes yesterday for Man United. I mean. I don't know what it... Lingard kind of had this... He had that one year. I think it was Mourinho. I didn't Mourinho. He just didn't play. And then he lost his spot. And then, obviously, when Solskjaer came in, he didn't play that much either. And then he was injured yeah. for time. He got his move under Moyes to West Ham and just, like, blew everyone out of the wall. Like, it was unbelievable. And everyone was saying he probably should have been in the England squad. And since then, he just hasn't stopped. Yeah. Every time he plays, he scores. It reminds me a bit of, like, a Mesut Ozil, where if he, go, if he fits into a team where... The other ten players are, are, are sort of connected and playing well. He can he can bring them up a level. So like as we said, our England looked good. They looked like they know what they're doing. 
he can come in and suddenly it's like, oh, Jesse Lingard's actually a good player. But then if the if the other team like if the other ten players sort of drop a level, he's not he's not going to drag them anywhere. Actually, he'll yeah. he'll probably go down a level with them. So it's I think that's yeah. I'm looking. I don't know when when the next time they're going to play a proper team, but I'm looking forward to seeing England play against a proper side. Hopefully, at some point. Well done. We played Poland, who uh, I mean, not great, but they were, you know Lewandowski was playing out of his skin that game. Yeah, but come on, and that was a one-one. You know, we didn't we didn't win that game, but I, I think that was we were a better team. We were a bit unlucky. You should have put a few chances away, but Lewandowski yeah. was just brilliant. He was everywhere on the pitch. He was amazing. Yeah, we just can't. England just. It's been about 20 years now, maybe longer, of us having a mentality of getting a lead and hold, trying to hold on. Mm. Like, how many big games have we taken the lead in? Like, England don't just lose or draw big games. We seem to always go 1-0 up. Like, if you think of any big game that we've gone out in, we've always gone 1-0 up. And then this mentality comes to try and hold on to it. So, yeah, it's just another game where it's not that important because we're going to win that group quite comfortably yeah. anyway but um Probably yeah it's just out. another lead we've given away yeah it's weird you is there any like players that there doesn't seem to be any players on the periphery that should be looking for a place in it seems like this is probably going to be this is probably going to be the young team that i think that's the difference is we're, we're one of the youngest age group like in the last euros yeah we're one of the youngest teams in the euro so the reason there's nothing no one coming through the periphery really is because you're not going to take any of the old ones because you're like well we've got great young up-and-comers and they are the young up-and-comers, so there's no one else. You know, the under-21s, we talked about it. Like, our under-21s team are, are okay. Like, they're pretty decent and they're doing quite well. But actually, when you look at their level, they're miles away. There's a big, big step up now from the under-21 to the first team. Whereas a few years ago, there was a bit of crossover because you had sort of the old-timers and a few yeah. of the youngers. Now you've just got this elite young team that's kind of moved, you know, moved up the under-17s World Cup, the under-20s, the... And now it's here and all the phones and the Grealishes and all of those of the world. And um, I guess the only player would be probably Madison. That's the only one I can think of. But. I worry about Madison. I mean, you know, I like him, but he's just, uh, he seems more focused on modelling his shit clothes and his flashy cars than actually playing football. He, I've not seen him play well for a while now, actually. And he didn't play well yesterday either. Mm. Oh, well. Um, should we do the Champions League draft? Yeah. Exciting times. It's the time of the year. Uh so, for those that don't know, the Champions League draft, we do it every year. We pick four teams out of uh, the pots pre-draw, so we're not doing it from the groups. We can pick one team each from each pot, and then, basically, we get points based on how the team does throughout the whole Champions League campaign. So, you get a certain amount of points for wins, draws, losses, goals for and against, and then getting to the next rounds. Now, I was trying to work it out, and unfortunately, I haven't really figured out how to get more points. So... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so we're, we're going to keep the score in the same. The only difference I've made is goals for used to be 30 points. Now they're 25. Goals against was te- minus 10 points. Now they're minus 15. So you get... So you're actually points. removing points from the game. I'm removing points. I'm removing <laughs> points. Okay. I'm trying to get the balance right, and then I'll just add more zeros afterwards. Sure. So you get 100 points for a win, 25 points for a loss, minus 25 points for a loss. Oh, 25 points for a draw. And I said the goals and all the rest of it. Right. Mark was the successor last season, so congratulations. Um, yeah. well, yeah, was, shamefully, none of oh, us actually had the winner. I was second, yeah, none of us had Chelsea. Yeah, the, the worst thing about that, I remember in the 70s, I could have picked Chelsea and I went for PSG. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I came second and Danny came first. So, Danny, you're actually first. Who was going through this? So, you, you completely, when you said you've, it's Mark, me, you as picks. That was yeah. Completely- I was, I am I'm, I'm, look, I'm still drunk. Look at me. I'm, I, I, I'm rolling. <laughs> yeah, look, Danny. So I'm messing up Danny's uh, order. He, he, he done his picks, and now he's messed up his order. Shocker! <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I've basically just picked my top three from each pot, and I'm like, whichever ones you don't, you, you. Yeah, I'll just pick the third one left. Yes. Yeah, so. um, so Danny, you pick first. Anyone want to take a draft pick? You pick oh, really? first, and then I pick second, and then Mark picks third and fourth, and then we do snake draft. And you wanted to trade. You were chatting pre pre draft that you wanted. Well, to trade. now I know I'm first pick. I'm not sure I want to trade, but because uh, that means I get what? Are you going to make the same mistake as last time? And, and... what did he do? What did I do last? He, time? he dropped Chelsea for PSG. Oh, yeah, do it well, again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we get um, to trade. We get to trade our teams as well throughout the season. So yeah. Uh, I... 
And we trade every game week, right? Or every other game week. I, I thought like that. Yeah. Every uh, at the end of a game week. It's yeah. after every when everyone's round. played. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, Danny, you get the first pick out of pot one. Pot one, we've got Chelsea, Villarreal, Atletico Madrid, Man City, Inter, Bayern. Who's LOCS? Lil. Lil. Sporting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Copy. I just copied yeah. and pasted it. Yeah. Uh, pot two has Real Madrid, Barca, Juventus, Man United. Jesus Christ, that should be pot one. Yeah. PSG, I think because the pot ones or the league winners plus the Champions League winner. That's, so that's how it works. Plus the Europa League. So Villa, obviously, Leo won the league, Sporting won the league, Inter won the league, Villarreal won the Europa League. That's why it's such a ridiculous pot. That's me. Porto, pot three, Porto, Ajax, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, Leipzig, Salzburg, Benfica, Atalanta, Zenit, St. Petersburg. Pot four, the one we all love. You picked pot four first last time, didn't you, Mark, in your first pick? No, I I had first pick. Uh, Well, no, no, Dynamo Kiev, Club Bruges, Young Boys, Milan, Malmo, Wolfsburg and Sheriff, brand new team to the Champions League. All right, Dan. I was like, who the hell were they? Danny, <laughs> you pick. Yeah, um, I was going to I was definitely going to offer a trade um, for a position, for a draft position, but I'm not going to mess around now. I've got first pick. So um, nice and easy. I am picking Manchester United. First wow. Pick. Oh, I did uh, not see that coming. Yeah. Did not see that coming. They're up against your team the first round, but we'll see who you might pick later. Easy choice. Uh, Mark, who's it? My turn. Your turn, my yeah. Turn. Yeah, do you want to put it in the... Are you, you updating the sheet? I'm updating the yeah, sheet, yeah. yeah. Oof. Um, you pick Man United. This is tough. They might be the best team. Um, I'm going to go for Bayern Munich. Shock. Shock horror. I, Actually, I can't believe this. I, uh, when I was like on third pick, I was like, oh, there was Chelsea, right? I'm going P. I get two picks. So yeah. obviously PSG. How I, like the, the super team with plus Messi is like, like uh, yeah, I'm surprised PSG, how, how we've got to the first. No, I, I don't trust them. I don't, they're just PSG. I'm not interested in having them. They're, the, so, Spurs, they're the Spurs of the Champions League. Yeah, but now they've got Messi. Like, so I get two picks, don't I? So I'm yeah. actually going to go rogue and I'm going to pick what I think is by far the best team in, in pot four. And I'm going to go Milan. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about was doing like, that early, but you can't be wasting no picks doing that. Yeah. Like I was just lucky I got two. So, so uh, pot four is an interesting one, isn't it? Because we've got, we've got, after that, it's a, it's a bit weird because you kind of want to get the, the most points from that pot. I remember, just kind of like remember, who could get a couple wins out. Well, I just I remember you picking a team last year and laugh. We both laughed at the, at the time switching to them. So I'm hoping they'll get more points again. I'm going to go for Besiktas. Oh, for that. Oh, who are you going oh, to go for? Danny going Wolfsburg. Going for Club Bruges? No, uh, it doesn't matter now. You've picked your pot fours. I'm saving that till the end. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, that has helped me out massively. Oh, Have I got two picks now? You got two picks now. Yeah. yeah. Sweet as a nut. Right, I am going for Chelsea in Ooh. pot one. Chelsea in pot one. That's good. Uh, and then I want a pot three because my pot four is safe now because you can't pick it. Uh, who am I picking out of pot three? I'm going to go for Atalanta. Ah, oh, that was my uh... top, top pot three. I've, I've ordered my uh, they might not do they might not like win a lot of games but they seem to score a lot they just score goals man they just love scoring goals and this is all about goals this game so I've got a pot two and a pot three is that correct yep you've got Man United Chelsea Atalanta Mark's got Paris and uh, PSG in Milan I've got Bayern Munich Besiktas you've both got picks from pot two haven't you so I'm safe there I'll go for pot three then um, you went Atalanta for me. Oh, tough, tough. I'm gonna go for a oh, oh. there's two teams I've got made. I'm gonna go for Leipzig. 
Oh, okay, that's good. Oh, uh, that's a dodgy pick. pick. That's a dodgy pick. We seen that group. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. but they score a lot of goals. Are fucked up, didn't they? What a know? group they've got. So, why? What? What were you hoping for, Mark? Well, my top three is Ajax. Uh, see, and... I was thinking. I, I don't even have them there. I was thinking. You picked, see the one. The one we're all sleeping on is Shakhtar Donetsk. They're playing Sheriff first at home. They're going to win like eight nil. Oh, <laughs> so, we're all missing. I have to pick my pot one team and you pick. So uh, I can't not pick City, but I, Atletico, I, I really feel like they're going to be strong this season. Um, Atletico or City, Atletico or City. Well, they got Griezmann back, didn't they? Yeah, and I'm he's there. And um, I'm going to go with City. You've all done your pot ones, so yeah. yeah. I'll go City. Interesting, interesting choice. Mm. So you've got Paris and, and Man City in the same group. Yeah, uh, you've got you're, basically you've got like two which you know are for the group stage, and then two you're like, well, hopefully I'll keep these for the rest. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's why I picked Bayern because I think Bayern's always in with us. Yeah, show. but Bayern. Uh, it, uh, the only reason I picked Man United is I thought it would never come back to me without them being available. Otherwise, Bayern is the obvious choice. Yeah. Well, Bayern, yeah. As soon as Bayern have a bad season, they hoover up anyone half decent in the German league and then they come back strong. Yeah, so exactly. They're probably a good pick. Yeah, really good pick. <laughs> Unfortunately, Chris, you've got Besiktas and Leipzig in your group. Yeah, but, they can, but they're, they're the ones that you can change around, so I'm not too fussed about that. Uh, whose pick is it? Me, it's my pick, and I've got pot two. Uh, I've got Real Madrid, Barcelona... Juventus, Liverpool, Sevilla, Dortmund to pick. See, oh man, because who who knows what Real Madrid and Barcelona is going to be like this season? Even Juventus, amazing, right? Which... Real Madrid and Barcelona haven't even been picked, or Liverpool, we're right at the end. I feel like this is, yeah, this is why, I'm, like Real Madrid and Barcelona, I just don't. Well, Barcelona, are their team's terrible. Real, Real Madrid, they've got a couple of old old ones that could probably step up in moments, but yeah, I. If, oh, it helps, I, if it helps with the pick, Chris, Juventus, I think, is 16th in the league at the moment. So, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I've been thinking about it, and, and only because it's familiarity. I'm going to go for um, I'm going to go for Liverpool. Yeah. I, I yeah. Was, the one thing with Liverpool is I feel like the, the African nations is, is this season, isn't it? Yeah. And they're going to get lose Salah, Mane, and they should come back for the knockout stages for the Champions League, but. But that's a that's a good yeah. thing about being able to change your team, isn't yeah. it? Like I could keep them in for now, try and get them some points in the group stages. Uh, you know, Liverpool for me never really have a problem scoring goals. It's, it's, no, no. So it's just, I'm just thinking more about that. The, the the good thing about this game and this pot two this year is we've all picked our pot twos now, and Real Madrid is still there, Juventus is still there, Barca is still there. Yeah. Um, so and even Sevilla, who are probably going to win their group, are still there. So actually, swapping out teams is not yeah. going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. Not... and the problem is if Real Madrid buy Mbappe in January, he'll be cup tied for the Champions League and out of Paris. That. So I'll be. Uh... Uh, yeah, I don't think if they buy him, I think he'd move in the summer still. But we'll see. Well, I think yeah. in seasons past as well, I feel like the the uh, the teams kind of pick themselves. It just depended on what order, but certainly it like pot two. But some of them, it's not that easy to tell. I think I don't know if it's Chelsea winning last year, kind of shaking things up, or just the landscape of the teams. But I'm not looking at it thinking. I'm not, I don't trust any pick I've made. No, I have no, no idea. I've, I feel like that. I've, I, I got, I've even got a sneaky feeling City won't get out of the group. Um, I'm, I'm, last, I'm feeling about that. I re- yeah, I really felt last season was City's year. I felt the whole, before the thing started, I was like, it just felt like their year. And then they hit the post and you're like... I know, City have, I know City are missing De Bruyne and Foden at the moment. That's a big miss for them. But I just every time I look at that team and I see like... Ferran Torres as their striker and I see it's so weird um, isn't it and I see at left back and I just look at their team and I think that's not a great that's not a world beating team I just no. well, what's happened to them they've got, got one more pick their defence is so strong though. it is strong it is strong you've so got a last pick Danny my last pick is a really easy one I can't believe you what, what is it I'm picking top of the German league right now Wolfsburg who have the young boys? Danny, you massively overrate the German league. So, well, yeah, but it's still got Bayern in it and Dortmund, who are playing yeah. well this season. Uh, Wolfsburg have been on fire this year and um, they've signed well. Uh, and they've got a group of other than Sevilla, I can't even remember. Which country is well from? 
terrible, their, their group. Their group uh, is... So, to wrap up, Danny, your teams in this draft are Man United, Chelsea, Atalanta and Wolfsburg. Mark, you've got PSG, Milan, Ajax, Man City. I have got Bayern Munich, Besiktas, Leipzig, Liverpool. What have I done? Right. I just, can I just say, before I wrote down my best four, my hope, and it was Man United, Atlanta, Bayern, Wolfsburg. So I've got three of my four, so I'm very happy with that. I'll take Chelsea. I didn't write anything down. Well, you got prep, mate. That's why you ended up with Besiktas and Leipzig. <laughs> I, know. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I've got room to, to manoeuvre. Uh, results league? Yes? Yeah. yeah. So, last week... You updated the sheet, by the way, because I was looking. I don't think... I was trying to pick who I've picked already and it's still got the old one, right? No, we, we, there's, there's... There's a new one. We still need to do all the... You need to do the tables and stuff yeah. for the points. I don't know what the points are, but the table's ready in there. Mark's on it. So, last week, uh, Mark picked Wolves to beat Watford 2-0. What did Wolves do? They won 2-0. Boy, look at that. That's so, outrageous. This is the first time in probably a year and a half I've got a correct away yeah. score. Massive Amazing. four uh, points. Big. Big, big, big uh, stuff going on right now. Um, Danny, you went West Ham to beat Southampton 3 1. What did they do? Nil nil. Nil nil. Do you know what that means for you? Uh nil point. Yes, correct. I went Spurs to beat Crystal Palace. What was I thinking? Stupid fucking Spurs. Uh, they got absolutely thumped 3-0. Can I just say, uh, the worst thing about that game, I watched 82 minutes of that game or whatever it was, then got distracted and was doing something else, came back and it was 3-0. I yeah. watched 80 minutes yeah. of 0-0 crap to then find it ended 3-0. I, I watched it up until the red card and then left after the red card but I, I left knowing Palace were going to win that they were all over oh they were yeah. absolutely all over yeah Zaha was, Zaha was just having fun boy. he was just absolutely murdering. so it's Edward the new new pick for fantasy do we have to get uh, I, d- I don't know they, those two goals weren't the best I'm not if you're going to pick a Palace player it's going to be Conor Gallagher Conor Gallagher he's what playing player? he's playing well what he's playing well I don't know what's happened to him but he's playing excellent Chelsea low knee they're just yeah. showing them out don't they no there you go. So um, I got Neil Poitou. So we have our games for next week. Is anyone ready? Yep, I've got mine. What you got, Dan? Uh, I'm going to go for the Friday night kickoff because, you know, why not? Friday, Friday night kickoff. Goals, goals, goals. Friday night. I bet I know where you're going. You're going Leeds to win, aren't you? Well, yeah, because that is the Friday night kickoff. Yeah. So yeah, but Newcastle well, could win at home. Well done, Inspector. Uh, to be fair, Newcastle haven't been as bad as maybe some of the results might show. But I think Leeds have had a start restart. We're going to watch Leeds lose five 0 in about an hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, that's why I think they'll um, they'll come back fighting. And I think Leeds away at Newcastle. That's a good that's a good fixture for them. Right. Um, so how many goals? I think they are going to win three two. Three two. Interesting. I was going to say 4-2, but there you go. Mark? All right. After a shaky start, I think they're going to get a little run of victories here. So I am going Arsenal to win 2-0 away to Burnley. Ooh. Arsenal to win 2-0 away to Burnley. That would literally be such a massive result for Arsenal. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. The one thing I... The only re- I'm nervous about the nil because um, Arsenal don't tend to do well against big strong teams. You were going to say anyone that can head of the ball like Ben White yeah. has got a bit of a problem. Burnley's going to have three corners and score all three. But particularly if Aaron Ramsdale's a goal, Christ. I'm also going to go for an away fixture, and I'm going to go for the newly revamped Ronnie. Man United away at West Ham at two o'clock next Sunday. And I'm going to go for a... All right, I'm going to go for it. Oh, am I? He's going I'm going big. Go... Oh, yeah. I'm going to do, <laughs> do a mark score. I'm going to go for 4-0. Four 4-0. Nil. Four nil. Away from Lingard, home. Lingard will celebrate if he scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a massive score. I don't know why I'm doing that. It's actually not going to happen. But wow. 4-0 away at West Ham. Yeah. It's early enough in the season to 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 throw them out. Yeah, stupid yeah. ones. Yeah. We, what what were the two teams we agreed we can only pick once this year? Man United and Man City. They were top two last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I've done my Man United pick and that I've done my Man City nice. pick. Yeah, yeah. Mark needs, to, Mark needs to do that table because I'm starting to lose who I've got. And I, yeah, I, I've got today. I've got nothing on. Um, yeah, good. Thanks. Um, lovely. So um, I can't give you the points yet. We'll wait until next week, hopefully. Um, I think that leaves us with front three, back four, unless you guys got anything else. No? no. In my front... Fr- oh, oh, sorry. Can I go first? Uh, why don't you go first, Chris? You know me. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get ready. Go on. You All right. Reset something first. Reset. All right. Let's uh, let's just uh, start this again. Three, two, one. I'll go first. Uh, in my front three this week is freedom. Freedom is in my front three this week because Savid Javid is that his name? Yeah. Savid Javid. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has said that England plan to ditch the vaccine passports. So they're not going to follow through. They're going to follow the science. They've heard the criticisms and they've decided that we do not need to have vaccine passports. I, for one, very pleased. I thought they were leading themselves to giving us vaccine passports. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I'm double vaxxed. Someone said to me the other day, are you fully vaxxed? And I said, that makes no sense anymore. Because does it? What's fully mean? What's fully? What what does that mean? No one's fully vaxxed, apparently. I'm double vaxxed. That's the saying. Be correct with that. Um, yeah, I'm vaccinated. I'm double vaxxed, even though I'm pretty sure that we're all going to die from it. Um, <laughs> Bill, Bill Gates will take us. I away. know. I know. They've captured me. They've captured my brain. To be honest, I, I, I like having good 5G everywhere. If it means they have yeah. to put me in my arm to get good internet connection, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, goodness me. But yeah, so we're not getting that, which hopefully means that we still get some, um, some, some uh, uh, freedom or fluency in where we can go. Can go back in the clubs in it, me and Mark, dancing it up. So funny enough, I was I saw yesterday. Um, uh, obviously, like the rest of the, the world is dealing with COVID in different ways, and some of the um, smaller nations and poorer nations are obviously really struggling. And it was a, one of the African nations. I think it was Benin or one of those. Their their prime minister basically came out yesterday and said, anyone who isn't double vaccinated from the middle of September will no longer be able to have access to their bank account. Oh my days. Now imagine that kind of state control. You're like, hold on a minute. I can't get my own money out anymore because I'm not vaccinated. That's amazing. Yeah, but you know what a bigger deal is? A bigger deal is, right? Enough people like me, we're not in enough CEO positions. We don't get paid enough. (laughs) Right? We got real problems out here. I'm only on 60 grand a year. Ridiculous (laughs) being middle management. We got real issues out here. Uh, Talking about bloody bank accounts. Isn't it? Just tell them to go on Bitcoin, Danny. Well, you did. You lost. I cannot get my money out of my bank shares, all right? You lost. That is one of like They just keep throwing up the arguments. Yeah. Management of money. We won't go there today. And for those that you that can see this, I'm wearing a particular top. Mark knows what it is. And my back four is Mayo. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah, so that that was also probably going to be mine. And I don't know if you're going to... Mention Paddy Prendergast, Chris. Um, I'm not going to mention Paddy Prendergast. Should, should, so, shall I carry on, or do you want to go? Yeah, carry on, and I'll t- tell you. Well, Paddy for those that so it was the All Ireland final yesterday. Mayo lost against Tyrone. I've never really watched the game of it before. A couple of games, and just Tyrone was just a better side from what I can tell. My inexperienced. It's uh, good you, though, isn't it? It's a good sport. Oh, it's a great sport. It's yeah. a, I don't I don't understand anything about it. I don't know how you can defend or what's the penalty. But I actually really got into it. My yeah. grandmother's my grandmother was Irish. Not a lot of people know that. I know I look like a, a very tanned Irish person. Um, so I actually and, and I've got a family tree at home. So I actually do feel a bit of a connection to Ireland um, in that sense. And I really got into it. Like I, I, I was pretty gutted when Mayo lost because also they kind of they just wasn't a good. They didn't look the better team. It's not like they were unlucky. They just they just got their ass handed to them. But um, that's not good for the Mayo curse, which everyone should know. If you don't know, look it up. They're cursed for at least another year, so hopefully they can get past it. I think there's, they said there's two people still alive from that team. There's one, and that is Paddy Prendergast. Oh, did he? So, is, he is he under security? There's someone looking so, up. So he came out five days ago and said it's nonsense. The team wasn't cursed. He's the last member of the 1951 team that won the All-Island. And imagine this, like, uh, imagine a Six Nations where I don't know Wales won it, and then they said we're cursing Wales, and Wales went seventy years without winning the Six Nations again. It's there aren't that many provinces 
that could win the All-Ireland. And Mayo are one of the top ones that could. And they beat Dublin. Dublin have won the last five in a row. Dublin are like, if you beat Dublin, you should win the tournament. And Mayo beat them in the semis. So everyone thought, this is the year. Paddy came out of the hiding and said, don't worry, there was never a curse. It's all nonsense. He got hit by a bus. And and now Mayo have lost. So I think Paddy's gone back and died. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, yes, so the curse so, lives on. Unfortunately, there are some great stories in sport, and that is one of them for sure. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, you should watch the John Bishop uh, BBC program he did, where he goes to Ireland and then he starts supporting Mayo, and he does a stand-up, being like, "No one in Mayo told him about the curse." So he went <laughs> to to watch the final that they lost a few years back, not knowing about the curse, and he was like, "Why didn't they tell me this before I picked my team?" So, it's, uh, there you go. Nice top there. Carries on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Well, seeing as Mark's halfway through this. Yeah, so that was also uh, that was also going to be my back four. But my front three is... Um, it's been a good week for women's sport. There's oh, a young girl, a rookie. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's obviously Leona Maguire. <laughs> so she was the first ever Irish representative <laughs> in the Solheim Cup for Team <laughs> Europe. And... Um, I don't know if any of you watched the Solheim Cup, but it's brilliant. No. The right, it's essentially the women's version of the Ryder Cup, Europe v America. So um, I feel like the women's one should be called the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I don't know what the the, the names are, but um, yeah, uh, I don't know <laughs> the <laughs> innuendo. I think in the house, yeah. I'm trying to computing that joke. It's um, a bit of an innuendo. I yeah, think, I got it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Leona Maguire was part of Team Europe. Uh, she was one of the rookie picks, first ever Irish representative. She was the only one on the team to play every single day. And she won four of her games and tied one of them. So she never dropped a point. So um, Team Europe won it. Basically, what happens, you look at the top 10 and America are like eight of the top 10 in, in, yeah. in golf. And then the Ryder Cup comes and America lose. <laughs> it's like, you just, Ryder I don't know what fun, it is. Yeah. Like, Ryder Cup is great. I mean, if I was a golfer, I'd love to be on that team. Water um, at the Ryder Cup. There's nothing better. Yeah, it must uh, be such a laugh. Ma- match players. I, I do like match play. Obviously, it's not. It's a bit like when pe- people talk about Test cr- cricket. It's not like the purest form of golf. It's like I won that hole, so I go one nil up, even if I beat you by four shots. Yeah. Um. But yeah, on the last day, it was pretty much for the first front nine that was mainly all Europe and then America started getting on on top but Leona was after seven holes she was four up and just you're like she absolutely battered her opponent on the last day so that was my front three what what were you guys thinking about Uh, well funny funny (laughs) enough uh, my front three was another um, superstar in the making for the women's sports game and uh, I don't know if you guys watched it I actually did watch the game yesterday with Emma Raducanu um, and uh, Leila Fernandez, I think, another you know, Canadian, um, or yeah, Ecuadorian Canadian, I think she is. Uh, what a game of tennis, first of all. But Emma Raducanu, at 18 years old, just done her A levels. Never before ever in the history has a qualifier come through and won, let alone won, got to the final, but she got to the final and won and deserved it. She didn't drop a set in the entire tournament, the tournament in three yeah. games in three days, in three weeks. Just unbelievable like one of the it has to be one of the best sporting achievements of a Brit ever like I mean no one has ever achieved this it's a, quite amazing um so yeah massive that was that was awesome yeah. to and the pressure especially the way her Wimbledon ended um it's good to see her come back she made did um, she make it to the quarters or she yeah do you remember she she's you know? got like the panic attacks and yeah, had to yeah. retire due to medical yeah. reasons and um so yeah it was it was good to see her bounce back she is very I don't know how to say it. Like, because if, if did you watch the Operation interviews seven, after? Yeah. Did you watch the the interviews after? Yeah, I did. Like yeah. the Canadian girl was clearly like a, a teenager. Didn't really know what to say, and they were like, "Oh, do you also want to thank your team?" And then reminding her prompts. And then when they went to Emma, they asked her one question. She just went off and just like it was like an Oscar speech. It was like, like she knows to play, how to play the game. Yeah, like, she's, she knows all she's, about. she's been. She's been prepped for winning. Like you can see, like not like robotic. She's she's got personality, but I think there's a a, a real player. In Charisma. There. Um, 
Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it, it was a really, I mean, it was only, it was about an hour and 45. Um, she smashed her in two sets, basically, 6-4, six, 6-3. Six, yeah. What's that? Equal pay. Um, but it was such a great game. There were two players, I, I, was, I was saying, I was watching, <sighs> and I can't remember the last time I watched, a, like, a final <sighs> where the, both players just stood, stood on the baseline and hit it as hard as they could, as uh, for as long as they could until someone else <sighs> picked up. There was no, like, seven volley... There was no like uh, lobs and this that. It was literally I'm going to smash this ball as hard as I can at you as many times as possible. Mess up. Yeah. Tennis sounds, Chris. That, that was my tennis yeah. sound. Yeah. Front three. Great. Um, so that was my front three. I actually had quite a few options for my back four this week, which I know is not like me. Um, so I, was, I couldn't decide which one to pick, but I'm going to. Oh, I'm gonna get to one. Well, there was there was. There were three or four things that happened over the last couple of weeks. We missed the pod last week. So there's quite a few things that happened. Um, I was going to talk about the Brazil-Argentina, but I won't. Um, instead, uh, I noticed that last... So last week, obviously we've had 18 months with no fans in stadiums. Fans have now come back. We've had 20, 30 years with no fans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the Wilstone Rangers haven't. Uh, and uh, last week, before the City game, Man City had to put their tickets... What's your back for? So my back four fans. is Man City fans. Sorry, Man City fans. Because <laughs> last week, Man City had to put, or week before last, they had to actually put tickets on Woucher and offer them at half price just to fill their stadium. This is a team who are winning the league every year, finals of the Champions League. You've got all the best players spending all the money. They've got Guardiola. They haven't had fans for 18 months. And three games into the season, they're having to put their off their tickets on offer because they can't fill out the stadium. Are you sure they're not just trying to get more women fans on Woucher? No. It was, it was a discount. They were just offering it half price. It was on loads, loads of affiliates. Anyway, the, whatever, Man City fans, come on. Just go and support your team. I mean, that is tricky. I, I, I feel like if, if a football club ever can't get rid of their tickets, give them to the local schools. Kids would love it. Right? I know. It's, just... it's not even like their stadium is, is massively out of the way. Do you know? Like yeah, Their stadiums are pretty central to Manchester. Yeah. yeah. It's I don't know. I just the whole. I, I saw it and I just thought, what a ridiculous thing that Man City are having to do. They're having to try and sell tickets any which way they can. For like for for our teams and Arsenal, it's like you can't you can't move. Arsenal, you've got like a sixty-year waiting list or whatever it is just yeah. to go watch a team in the Championship. Uh, maybe I should be a Manchester City fan. Yeah, get get to get good seats every week. Anyway, yeah. the Man City fans are in my back four this week because uh, that is just not very good. Poor form, poor form. Yeah, good stuff. Right. Do you know what? I don't mind doing this Sunday morning thing. It's a bit tough getting up, but... Yeah. He says at 2pm on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to go over a nap, but I need to put this off and then just go for a sleep real quick. It's What's the break. first kickoff today? Leeds-Liverpool? There's only one game today and one game tomorrow. And so, that's and so we'll, do, we'll do our um, fantasy football next week because yes. uh, who knows yet. Lukaku really, and Mark have almost the same team and yet I've got double the points. Give your captain choice, Lukaku. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, Salah's going to play today. That's annoying. That's a couple of Sundays in a row I've had nothing on in the sports been a bit. Like, poor. Right. See you next week, maybe? Yep. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.